We did it. We're here. Welcome to Nobody's Yet. Woohoo! Should I just say what it in my notes? I wrote this in my notes just because I had a realization on the plane about what should be. <laughs> How we should explain this. When I was on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> what was your realization on the airplane? I wrote, I feel like we started out with the saying of you're nobody until you're somebody and then everybody loves you. And then you came in and you said, what if we make it nobody's instead of like nobody, like nobody's like your friends, like B-U-D-D-Y. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because we're going through that right now. Yeah. It's exactly what happened to happen right um, right here. Yeah, I think that's just like a big feeling in, in entertainment in general because it's like, um, it's you're nobody, you're nobody until you're somebody and then everyone loves you. And it's kind of true. Like a lot yeah. of people will just, like, unless you're somebody, like they'll, depending on, you know, a lot of different factors. But like, if you're, if you are nobody, like it's easier to turn away and be like, eh, I'll go, you know. Yeah, it's Nashville. It's small. Like I can go find someone who's of a higher stature, or like, what? So then you're shooting yourself in the foot, like a year down the line, because they are somebody. And you're yeah. Like, oh yeah, I was an asshole to them, which normally always does happen. I've wanted to do a podcast for like a year. Well, originally I wanted to start a clothing brand for mental health, but then it like my interest kind of shifted as I like started studying different podcasts and stuff. And I said, you know what, why don't we encapsulate everything like day to day from work and entertainment industry and mental health and make it a package deal. I love a good package deal. If that makes sense. We also want this platform to be something where, yes, if you don't work in music yet and you're a student, yes, you can be curious, but you can also be curious if you're working in the music industry. It's like blending those two worlds together, work and like your personal life and relationships and your mental health people say that you can't mix like friendship and business but i feel like if you get lucky enough you can mix it but you you also have to be honest with that person (laughs) so how me and eric met you see because when i explained this the other night i didn't make any sense you didn't make zero sense that's what you were about to say you're not even drunk zero sense i'm not even drunk here (laughs) i'm the one that took a shot yeah okay how did we meet you want to tell the story yeah so it was a nice sunny day at, I'm not even going to say the company. There weren't many sunny days there, no, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it was an artist management company and Eric and I, I was an intern and Eric's, it was Eric's first day and like three people called for him on the phone and I picked up and I was like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. I was like, I was like, we have somebody new here when I'm picking up the phone. And they're like, oh yeah, he just started. This is his first day. And then I literally got What else up. did they say? What? What else did they say? Nothing. They weren't talking shit? No, they just wanted to talk to you. It was your boss. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other interns. Ignore me. Keep oh, going. no. And then I went over to your desk and I said, hi, are you Eric? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you from Long Island? Because you look story. like you're from Long Island. <laughs> yeah, that's the important part. I feel like if you were from Long Island, you can just see You somebody. stereotyped me. I def- I'm a great <laughs> at stereotyping people. That is like one of my biggest uh, biggest quirks. <laughs> it's an asset. It's an asset in life, but sometimes I'm right. 
And other times I'll get smacked in the face for how okay, I but people. <laughs> what happened after we met? Like, what was the progression of our relationship? I don't really know. I feel like it just kind of like clicked. We're not dating, by the way. No, we're not dating <laughs> for the amount of people that ask if we're dating. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way right fucking now. <laughs> I'm not bad. He doesn't want to be associated with me that way. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> um... I feel like I just clicked from the start. I'm just, just focusing like on myself person. right now anyway, you know? What? I'm just, I was just... Focusing on yourself? I was just fucking with you. <laughs> That's what we say every day of our lives. We stayed in touch after he left his job and I got laid off. And Eric kept offering me internship experience. And I was like, nah. Because after you do that for four <laughs> years, you want to get paid. <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah, you rejected my internship offer. Did I even offer you an internship? Yeah, you said, do you know anybody who wants an internship or something to me? At the current company? At our yes. current company? Yes. And she said no. Also, I don't know if you said this, but Eric and I are both from New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's something where it's like, who, do, do we tell them? Yeah, should we tell them that we're from New York? Yes it's or no? deep, dark secret. <laughs> the funny part is somebody called me a nice New Yorker yesterday. He's That's like, such an insult. I know. <laughs> I back and you know what I say to that? I'm like, you're kind of a douchey <laughs> southerner. <laughs> like, yeah, like he literally was like, Oh, you're actually like kind of a nice New Yorker. And I was like, I've been here for like six years. Like <laughs> fuck all the way off. We literally fuck all the way up and back, okay? <laughs> Did you have a moment when you realized that you wanted to work in artist management like specifically? That's like that's what I was gonna ask. No no as in that's a bad question or no as in no like i, I don't think i like ever had like a moment i think it just kind of like happened for me like i i wanted to work in a r like i didn't want to work in artist management is that fair A&R, yeah a r is kind of like an artist management yeah though. no it definitely is and i think no i know what you're saying i was more open-minded when i was looking for a job too because i didn't know what like what i wanted to start in i like i knew from the experience i've had like, I knew what I liked, but, like, I also didn't need to be tied down to one thing. You just knew you wanted to do something in music or entertainment? Yeah. I knew I wanted to be involved in the artist somehow, some way. I just didn't know what I wanted it to explore more. I mean, I loved publishing, too. Like, where I was at, the songwriters were in, like, artist development. So they were writing still, but they were also trying to be an artist at the same time. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So that's what I was mostly helping with. In the digital aspect, like lyric videos, teasers, like their social media. Like I transformed the entire social media, like that kind of thing. Hmm. And there I worked in difference. publishing for a minute. Do you like it? No, I didn't. You didn't? What were no. you doing though? Like royalties shit. I think I was doing, yeah, I was. Copyright and like royalties. But yeah. I just needed a job because I had moved to Nashville and like cancel me. I needed a job though. Especially in Nashville, like publishing i feel like is a little different than in yeah, la or new yeah. york because there's just so many song songwriters who are looking for placements mm-hmm. got no shortage of and that's the also other part of this podcast is i feel like navigating what we like like what we want to learn about more since we're in this bubble of artist management even though everything kind of overlaps sometimes but like still we don't know people's day-to-day lives on what they do like we know the extent of it because we email people but we don't know the like the full what does their full day look like to us 
or compared to us. Also, like, what other people want to know, too. Yeah. Because it's hard to get an inside look. It really is. And not everyone gets that. No. So and what, what not other even people want to learn or just, like, know more about. Not even an inside look on just their work lives. How did their personal lives... How do, How is their personal lives affected every day by their jobs? Yeah, because no one's... Um, Professional life is, like, interesting enough to... No. No one cares that much. (laughs) You can't just talk about work. No. And it's also, like, I feel like a lot of people in Nashville, at least, they work their asses off to get their jobs and where they are. And, like, people have those long stories of, like, I worked, I don't know, three jobs to get to where I am. And, like, I got randomly asked one day. Like, I know a lot of people like that. My moment, if you will, like, happened... Somewhere in between when, when uh, that's not, I'm not laughing, but mm-hmm. my moment happened somewhere in between like when Mac Miller died and when Juice World died mm-hmm. for some reason. Cause I realized like, I don't know, it's like, it's not to get depressing. It's that like those people like needed help. Yeah. And they couldn't get it. And they couldn't get it or no one could step up enough to like, yeah. and I know people will say like, oh, you can't change someone like, but I don't. I don't know. I just don't know how much was done for like. Them. You don't. Yeah, you don't know like what, what really went on, in that whole gray area. And like, seeing, seeing the impact that like, or the effect that, those two individuals like had on so many people. Like you don't have to agree yeah. with, everything they did or said or whatever. But, there's no doubt that they had like a huge impact on like so millions and millions uh, and millions yeah, and and still have an impact. I agree. And that kind of like and segues know, into like why, why I'm so passionate about music is because of because of the impact that music has like on people. Yeah. And for me, that was like music has gotten th- me through some of the hardest like moments of my life. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like very very cliche, but like I was talking to Ashley about it, mm-hmm. and she said the exact same, same thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I associate certain memories or times of my life with certain types of music. I agree. Um, I do too. So it's it's that, and it's creating that for other people. Because well, like, if you can help one person, like you're also successful. when you think about it, like if you are anxious or if you are sad, like I will always just like put music on. I always will like just something it's, it's that instinctual. Will, it's, yeah, it's always like, and I think for other people, it's not like that, and you don't know that. So it's just interesting. Like you don't realize how how other people think or how other people cope with that. When you want to feel anything, like any emotion, you can get it with music. And I don't think you can get that with many other things. No, you can't. And there's only distinct artists like that make me feel that way. Yeah, for sure. Be patient. Don't tell me to be patient. No, don't tell me to be patient either. <laughs> like that's... This is my favorite topic that we said the other night. Don't be patient. That's like... You know how there are those like cliche sayings? They don't even have to be cliche. Patience just, is a virtue. Don't get, like Don't give me that. That's, <laughs> that's such bullshit. If you're hands-on, you will make it happen. End of day, like. Yeah, you can't sit back. You can't be patient. No, you. Really you can't. Can you can be. be patient. You can be. The patient. The thing is, with people in the music industry, like they, they suck at answering emails. Everyone <laughs> you're, blows. You're just like I can't. I can't even reach anyone. <laughs> no, you can't because they don't care enough. Okay. <laughs> Call Kelly. <laughs> someone. <laughs> someone, please. Someone, please talk to me. And it's like if you're shy too, like following up is a pain in the ass. She's like, hi, me again. So did I get the job or not? And you know they're thinking the same thing too. Like, oh, like I can see in the tone in their voice. They're super anxious about it. <laughs> I think we also want to use this platform as 
Huge platform. A huge Tremendous, platform. Actually. Tremendous platform. I think the main focus of this, too, is, like, we don't want to act like that we know everything because we don't. I mean, I just started my job almost a year ago. Eric's been in it for, like, two years now. Like, I, we don't know shit. Some people think they know everything. So, yes. And those people you don't want to be friends with or take advice from because everyone loves to talk about themselves. Okay? <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. See y'all later. But, no. There's... I feel like there's so many people in this industry where you meet them off the bat and you know if they're genuine or not. And if you don't, you don't have social cues. <laughs> Some people have trouble seeing through the bullshit. Yeah. And like here, for example, it's very easy to see through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. At least for me and for you. But for some people, it's just not for some reason. But there's a lot of that. Um, here. Yeah, it's very clicky too. It's so super clicky. That fuels the fire. Mm-hmm. And it's everyone thinks like it's a competition. Like it is a competition. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I'm, if you're confident in who you are, and this is that's a big topic of this podcast too, and what we want to talk about building confidence every day. That's just something that comes with time. I feel like podcasting isn't our like full time job, right? So no. it's like how that's interesting. That? Like how to make time around that, how to handle handle yeah. the whole, whole situation, and like navigating that. No, yeah. No, but that's interesting because you can like live that f- like real time, with, yeah, with us and going through that decision or that going through that. Like this platform is what we wish we had like five years ago, or we heard five years ago. There's a lot I wish I heard five years ago. Yeah, there's a ton of shit I wish I learned two years ago. So there's a lot like... of shit I wish I learned last year. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, actually. Hindsight's twenty twenty. No, yeah, can't like, know everything. I wish I had this this platform this podcast like literally five years ago like to listen to to listen to and just understand if i am moving away to a new city for a new going to school there going for a job like i would have no idea what i want to do or like what area i want to go in and that's like also why i want to have different departments like on this platform to talk about that going back to your point of why artist management i think always like what was always the first thing in my head of why i want to start music was i always wanted to be a part of the build mm-hmm. the, a part of a build of an artist coming from nothing to something and i think i've seen it over the years with different country people and i'm like wow i was a fan six years ago compared to where they are now like and that's insane to me and it's like you feel like you were a part of it you know you were a fan and that's what's really important too is like making the fans feel that way it's hard when you join a company that has all these team members before you join it because then you feel like you're not a part of that build. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been hard for me lately. Because I'm like, I want these newer artists coming in so I can hop onto their team. And I can be like, yeah, I was there from the beginning. Because when you, like, it just it doesn't feel genuine to me, at least. Like, when people tag me on stuff that I, like, barely help with. Even yeah, though I, I did that. help with it. But, like, I'm like, I didn't really do much. Uh, that comes back to a confidence issue of not realizing the work that you put in actually does matter. No matter how small it is. Oftentimes, you know... Another reason why we wanted to do this is because oftentimes when you hear someone talk about the music business or just their careers in general, they're typically like very established people and we are not very established people, mm-hmm. kind of, but <laughs> there's just something about relating to someone who's like actually going through it. I feel like my learning didn't even begin until I graduated college, to be honest with you. Like I, yeah, I agree. I tried way too hard in college and I was like, well... Should have saved that energy for the real world. Yeah, I mean, well, not to go into it because that's our next episode, but... Ooh, segue. Uh, segue. Ooh. <laughs> but we did have 
like a college experience where I feel like you and I both didn't like learn until we graduated. We had very contrasting college experiences, I believe. Yeah. Like just different schools, um, different majors, like, but you know, and important to note that we didn't go to music business schools. No. I had so much fun, Eric. I had a blast. That was so fun. That took like no time to make the intro. That took like five recordings. <laughs> absolutely no time. We're I thought fine. you were going to say that it took five weeks. I was like, it did take five fucking weeks. close. Yeah, I really did. Stay tuned. See you guys next week. Yeehaw. We'll see if we're wrong.